At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Rush Hour with Danny Burke on VSN, the sports betting network. This is Rush Hour. It's not with Danny Burke, though, today. Daniel Alvari in here subbing in for Mr. Daniel Burke, who is missing out because it was the Nathan's Famous Hot Dog Eating Contest today. So he missed out on one of the most important events, I think, really in America every year. But that's okay because I'm here to talk all about it. And, of course, we'll have some great guests on the show today as well. Uh, one of my fellow CityCast hosts, Bette Rivers, is the, the sportsbook that presents this show and also sponsors a host of different city casts. So I, of course, host the Los Angeles city cast where I get to talk about all of the Los Angeles teams, which is a huge reward for me because they tend to do very well. But we'll have Ryan Rothstein on who is host of the Philadelphia city cast to talk about his teams as well today. And then, of course, Jonathan Von Tobel will be jumping on, also known as JVT, host of the Edge Hardwood Handicappers. Really had a lot of fun talking with him about the WNBA this season on what Hardwood Handicappers. So excited to get his takes on Kevin Durant, of course, on everybody's mind, ruining everybody's 4th of July weekend, unfortunately. And then later in the show, we'll have on Jeff Parles as well, host of Betting Across America, and uh, does a great job with Gil Alexander as well on his show. So really excited to get Jeff's takes on some of the New York teams, probably, is what we'll go into with him. So back to the most important event of the day, of course, the Nathan's Famous Hot Dog Eating Contest. Fun fact, by the way, Nathan's actually donates 100,000 of their francs to the food bank for New York City. So a little bit of good news, at least. If this makes you queasy, Maybe that makes you feel a little bit better. Uh, also, both favorites went on to win for this. So Miki Soto and uh, Joey Chestnut on the men's side of things. So Miki Soto, who ate 40 hot dogs, set the women's record at 48 and a half in 2020, took last year off because she was pregnant and weirdly enough, actually married to one of the fellow competitive eaters who she met through the contest, of course, in 2018. They welcomed their son, Max, in 2021. His dad was holding him while his mom, 36-year-old mother, earned her eighth Nathan's win. She told ESPN afterward that she was hoping that someday he would take a message away from it, like setting an example to do things you love, which I love that the thing she loves to do is eat hot dogs, like an insane amount of hot dogs. Uh, whatever gets the money, you know, a win's a win. Uh, and she said that even when things get difficult to still give it a try and that she might just come out victorious. So after that, she took over the parenting duties and then Wayri, her husband, tried for the men's title. Uh, that is called co-parenting. We love to see it. Uh, Joey Chestnut, meanwhile, ate 60 hot dogs well under, I believe the total was set at 74 and a half for him. Uh, he was wearing a brace on his leg when he showed up. He said he was dealing with a lower leg injury. He said it was hurting him a little bit, but he powered through and also a protester rushed the stage and he just briefly put him in a casual chokehold, which was like the most American thing I've ever seen was this guy stuffing his face with hot dogs. Wasn't even phased 
show cold back to the hot dogs. But because of that, DraftKings actually said that for all those overbetters that they were refunded because there was an interference here by the protester and the unders still got to cash. So uh, good to see that at least something good came out of that. Uh, not really sure if the protester got what he wanted out of that, but at least we got to see some really good hot dog eating and some unders. Uh, as far as the other sports, when we're not talking hot dogs, uh, Kevin Durant. We have to talk about this because everybody's talking about this. We're all waiting on the, or at the edge of our seat. And it's unfortunate because it's for a player that I think uh, draws a little bit of uh, ill will, if you will. Like a lot of people don't seem to like Kevin Durant. And it's for things like this, right? We see him go to the Warriors. He wins two championships with them. And then he goes to play on this super team on the Nets with Kyrie Irving and James Harden. And they just simply cannot get it done, even with that level of talent on the team. And now we're sitting here debating where his next team is going to be odds of course at bet rivers right here and the suns are the short shot favorite at plus 125 uh, the raptors sit behind them at plus 250 this one makes a little bit too much sense in my opinion and i think that Kawhi would highly recommend it himself nets sit behind them at three to one the heat are eight to one and kevin durant did express that his interest was in going to the suns or the heat so it's interesting to see the heat there at eight to one. The Pelicans also sitting at eight to one, the 76ers, 12 to one, the Bulls, 14 to one and the Warriors, his old team, 16 to one. Can you guys imagine if he went crawling back to the Warriors? I would love to see it. I personally would love to see it. We know what his playoff win percentage is with and without Steph Curry, and it's just not even comparable. So maybe, maybe that's the answer for him outside of Kevin Durant, another big free agent signing that had major ramifications in the NBA futures market was actually here in Los Angeles, John Wall to the Clippers. Now we know Wall averaged 20.6 points, just about seven assists in 40 games for the Rockets in 2020-21. It's been five years since Wall has actually put together an entire season. That was when he played 78 games for Washington during the 17, uh, 16 to 17 season rather. And since then, he hasn't played more than 41 games. Within that time, he's missed two full seasons, dealt with multiple leg and foot injuries. So that, of course, leaves me a little bit wary. The good news is he doesn't have to come in and be the guy right away for the Clippers. They're, of course, hoping to get Kawhi Leonard back into the mix. Paul George, Reggie Jackson was incredible for them. So him just being a solid scoring option for them, which is where they were falling short a little bit, at least towards the start of last season, could be the answer for him. And so... Might be a perfect situation now. If we take a look at the NBA championship odds, the Celtics now sitting at five to one, the Suns at plus 550. So again, if you think that Kevin Durant is headed to the Suns, that plus 550 could see a shift. The Bucks sitting at six to one, the Warriors plus 650, and then the Clippers at plus 650 themselves, which again, uh, the addition of John Wall, perhaps that has shifted this ever so slightly. But I think we all know who the real needle mover is for this team, and it's Kawhi Leonard. Will he or won't he? And what will it look like when he? He's finally in the mix with Paul George. I think we've waited long enough to see this at this point. Uh, as far as the Western Conference odds, the Suns sitting at three to one right now. The Warriors plus 350 and the Clippers plus 350. Lakers sitting at plus 550. It's so funny to me, too, how the Warriors seem to get not a lot of respect year over year and nobody expected them to win the championship this year. Uh, and I think that Steph Curry silenced perhaps a lot of those haters. And that's not just coming from somebody who's from the Bay Area in California. Uh, as for the WNBA, switching things from the MNBA to the WNBA, there's one game tonight. It's the Mercury at the Sparks. Now, if you have not been following the WNBA very closely, you probably know a little bit about it and know that Diana Taurasi, this legend, is on the Mercury. You know that Brittany Griner is still detained overseas, so they're missing her. And you know that Skylar Diggins-Smith also is an all-star this year and on this team. So a lot to expect from this Mercury team, and they've been largely underperforming. And in that way, you've been able to get a little bit better value on them because people are expecting this team with the talent level they have to perform better than they have been. So sometimes the books don't really know what to do with this team. I don't know what to do with this team half the time, but I was very surprised to see that when this line opened, they were actually favored. Now we've seen that flip uh, with the Sparks minus one here. I actually took Sparks money line plus 110 myself. I don't see the Mercury winning this game. The only thing that's working in their favor is that the Sparks are on a back-to-back -back here. So that is something that's going to contribute to my other bet that I like even better, which is under 168 and a half. This started out around 165 and a half and has actually been bet up to 168 and a half. So 
I do think we've gotten a little bit out of control on this total just due to the fact that the Sparks have a list of questionable players listed for Monday night. They have some injuries they're dealing with, and they are playing on a back-to-back. Also, in these games against the Mercury in the past, they've barely approached 80 points. So under 168.5, I think, is where I'll be looking tonight. Uh, These two teams have already actually split victories earlier this season. All-Star weekend coming up. These are must-win games for this team. Uh, And the Sparks, like I said, playing on that back-to-back, so looking for an under. The Sparks are third-ranked in field goal percentage. You would think, oh, I'm going to look at an over here. And also the pace here between the Mercury and the Sparks, fourth and fifth in pace in the league of the 12 teams. But you're forgetting that we're dealing with a lot of injuries. We're dealing with that back-to-back. And also, three-point shooting has been a problem all season. For the Sparks, they're ranking second to last and 32.9% from beyond the arc. But fortunately, the Mercury are 32.7% three-point shooting, which ranks dead last in the league. So just completely inconsistent for the Mercury. I would say talent-wise, you would give the Mercury a slight edge here. But they've just been an absolute mess. And even internally with the team, because the other day... Their head coach, Coach Nygaard, was quoted giving a little bit of commentary about the fact that Diana Taurasi was not entered into being an all-star this year and that there would be a game played in Chicago, but it wouldn't be an all-star game because Diana Taurasi wasn't playing in it. And you can imagine that people did not take well to that, including Skylar Diggins-Smith, who is her own player who was selected for the all-star game. She retweeted that clip with a clown emoji. It was hilarious. And I think it's still up on Twitter if you want to find it. I can't believe it's still up. That said, there's a lot of internal struggle going on with that organization. And obviously, first-year head coach for them as well. I think you have to look to the Sparks here, even though they are coming off that back-to-back. So this would be a great situation to get in live on one of these teams, see how the game is playing out. But I do love that 168.5 under uh, to get it going. Also, Phoenix covered three straight before their 16-point loss to the Sky last Saturday, but it was against the Wings and the Fever twice, which are not the top teams at all. I'm going to go Sparks here. I'm going to go under 168.5. As for L.A. baseball tonight, let's sneak that in as well while we're talking about some L.A. teams. Uh, No Angels, and thank goodness that we don't have to talk about the gosh darn Angels. Uh, Just swept by the Astros. Bad records they're setting left and right. They actually... Struck out 20 times against the Astros pitchers, which tied the record for the most in a nine-inning game in MLB history. They're the eighth team to reach that mark. First team since the Tigers on May 28th, 2019. Uh, The Angels entered the game as the easiest lineup to strike out at 25.9% strikeout rate through their first 80 games. And even their three-time MVP, Mike Trout, particularly tough time, went 0 of 11 with nine strikeouts. So thankfully, they're not playing today. They get back in action on Tuesday versus the Mariners. The Dodgers are in action. They're hosting the Rockies, which is to their benefit. They do tend to perform better uh, as they host the Rockies. I'm going to look to the Dodgers here, but it's unbettable with this line. The Dodgers minus 305. Uh, Rockies have won 19 of the last 69 games in L.A. So I wouldn't look anywhere besides the Dodgers for this one, but it's almost unbettable for me at that line. So definitely a stay off for me. And then, of course, I have the red, white and blue parlay, which I'm going to go ahead and save for a little bit later on in the show. Perhaps when you bring on Jeff Parles, I'll get his take on my red, white and blue parlay. So something to look forward to as far as baseball is concerned. Uh, But coming up, we have tons of baseball in progress. We'll keep you updated. Ryan Rothstein, host of the Philadelphia CityCast, will join us in the next segment. Uh, and as always, you can check out more sports betting discussion around all your local teams. Bet Rivers has you covered. Check out the podcast. Chicago, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Just subscribe to the local city gas wherever you get your podcast. We'll be back on Fresh Hour next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. 
We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Rush Hour on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back into the show. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. They have launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from a local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. So subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back into Rush Hour, also a show presented by Bet Rivers. And very excited to welcome in our next guest, who is a host of one of the CityCasts, host of the Philadelphia CityCast, Ryan Rossi. And Ryan, thanks so much for joining us today. I'm guessing you're doing something very fun because I know you had to switch from Skype to a call here. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm just, uh, just honoring the, the Declaration of Independence. That's all. You just wanted to sit in your underwear today, Freedom? <laughs> I don't know about that, but uh, yeah, maybe. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> well, I have to say, uh, you, of course, are in Philadelphia. I've been there before. I've seen the Liberty Bell. Uh, I've seen all the things. It's a very, very cool place. It's really not cool, unfortunately, that the Phillies are not playing on the 4th of July. What is that about? I know. I, I have no idea. I, I don't. I have to write a strongly worded letter to, uh, to the commish because I'm not I'm not sure how this happened, but uh, I was looking at it before the weekend arrived. I was like, how did this happen? It's uh, it's unacceptable, Danielle. It really is. Yeah. Words will never be enough. Maybe you can strongly paint a picture. Uh, the Phillies right now are 41 and 38, seven and a half games out of first place in the NL East, but just one and a half back in the wild card race. The postseason definitely within reach. What do you think? Can the Phillies make the playoffs? They can. Uh, they can listen. You you lose your you lose the reigning NL MVP from last year and Bryce Harper for a good chunk of your summer. Uh, you know we're we're hoping to expect him back in in mid August, hopefully second week of August. But even that's not a guarantee. So you got to go all July and a couple weeks of August without him. Not easy, but baseball is one of those weird sports where you actually can you know have some success and stay afloat without a quote star. In your lineup, uh, you know, Castellanos has to do more. We've seen a little bit more from him over the past week or so, but uh, up until that Bryce Harper injury, he was, and he has been, I should say, very disappointing. So we need him to step up in Harper's absence. The starting pitching has been good. We need that to continue. We need the bullpen to step up. So we're asking a lot of this, of this Phillies team, but I think if they're able to stay at the worst, Danielle, 500, uh, in time for Bryce to return, then they have a chance at that wild card with about you know, right around six weeks to play. Well, I think it's definitely in reach, like you mentioned, and it's it's certainly going to be aided by the fact that Zach Wheeler has seemed to emerge back onto the scene, tossed seven scoreless innings to help the Phillies secure that win uh, the other day, uh, allowed just, what, four hits on a season-high 108 pitches, two of his fastest of the season, uh, which lowered his ERA to 2.66, better than his 2.78 ERA, mind you, that he posted last season on his way to finishing on the runner-up in the NL Cy Young voting. He has a 1.67 ERA over his last 12 starts and 1.62 ERA at home this season. He's currently 12-1 to to win the NL Cy Young. What are your thoughts on those odds? I, I love those odds. Uh, listen, if he keeps pitching like he has been, then, <laughs> you know, there, there's no reason why he can't get it. Uh, you know, obviously he can't control the other guys that are, 
at the top there, but he's deserving of it is my point. So, and, and especially, you know, over the next, I don't know how many starts it's going to be during Harper's absence, but you know, four to seven or eight starts, let's say whatever it, it comes out to, if he's really able to help will this team to victories during his starts over the next month and a half and continue this production or even improve on this production, uh, then yeah, I think you're getting great odds at a guy that pitched like a Cy Young last year, ended up falling just short of winning the award, uh, was in the top three to five entering this season. And the way he's going right now, uh, there's no case to be made to, to argue against Zach Wheeler. So he has a really good opportunity on his hands uh, as we enter this month of July. I, I agree. I think he's been doing an incredible job and getting him at 12 to one. I don't think you're going to see that for very long if that continues. So definitely something worth a consideration as far as the NL East odds overall are concerned. Where are you looking right now? Obviously the Mets, the short shot at minus 175. They've been on a tear. doesn't seem like they're slowing down anytime soon. The Braves behind them at plus 140. And then of course the Phillies sitting at 18 to one. Yeah. Forget, forget the Phillies right now at 18 to one. <laughs> I, I mean, listen, it's a long shot at 18 to one. So you sound you know, like a Phillies fan. I know. I know. It's <laughs> disgusting. Um, if, if you're talking long shots strictly, then we can have that conversation. Obviously you're getting them at 18 to one for a reason is, is really my point. Um, I like the Braves. I, I liked the Braves a couple of weeks ago. They were around three to one, uh, you know, mm -hmm. like plus 300 plus three fifty. Uh, I like them there. I mean, they're all the way down to, like you said, plus 140. I, I don't know if I love that number, but keep an eye on the Braves, obviously, to to possibly catch up to the Mets. But you have to give the Mets a ton of credit. Like, you know, you've, you've heard, especially here locally in Philly earlier in the summer, well, the Mets are going to met, you know, they're going to blow it. I don't think they're going to blow it. This team is, this team is legit. Uh, and I don't see them going anywhere less than first place and ending up winning this division, but certainly wouldn't be shocked if the Braves, uh, you know, jump up and snatch it from them late into this season. So if you can get that number at two to one or better for Atlanta, I would say pull the trigger right now. I don't think it's worth it. Yeah, well, and I can see that you're obviously having to forget the Phillies as well today since they're not playing. No Yankees either today. What is going on? Uh, what games are you betting on? What action are you looking at for today? Danielle, can I take a day off from losing money for once here? You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> listen, the Phillies, <laughs> no. Um, I've actually been, my picks have been great on the Philadelphia City Cash, just like your picks, Danielle. But uh, I'm taking a step back here today on July 4th. The Phillies were off, so they called me and they said, Ryan, you deserve a day off from betting as well. I'm, uh, I'm distracting myself a little bit from, from the wagering menu, just for, just for a couple hours, Danielle. What do you okay, have Okay, so on? then the... The, well, of course, WNBA have one game going on there and the all-star game is coming up this weekend. So I'm going to have a little bit of days off as well with that. So I'm just going to keep powering through. And probably now this next question is going to be a little bit out of pocket based on the fact that you are a person who believes in taking some time off and, and just kind of <laughs> taking things as they come, because I'm going to ask you about the Eagles and I don't know why we're talking about the NFL in July, but I guess closing line value is what we'll say. Uh, but let's ask you about the Eagles here. Obviously a lot of off season hype. They selected that defensive tackle out of Georgia, Jordan Davis with the 13th overall pick, then traded the 18th overall pick to the Titans to get that former pro Bowl wide out AJ Brown. So with that addition of AJ Brown, James Bradbury in free agency, drafting Jordan Davis, all going to complement each other really well. Uh, Eagles are getting a lot of hype. Are you buying into that hype? Yes and no. Uh, not as, I'm um, not as much as others are here. And you, know, you said, why are we talking about NFL in July? I mean, in Philly, the Eagles are, are talked about like they have a game coming up in a couple of days. Uh, it's, it's absolutely <laughs> crazy. But um, listen, they, they've improved their roster. Uh, Howie Roseman's done an absolutely spectacular job this offseason addressing needs on both sides of the ball, uh, on defense especially. You know, but this is a team that has a young quarterback and a young head coach and coaching staff uh, that had had some success against bad teams last year. You know, they overachieved last year. They got to nine wins. They snuck into the playoffs with the extra wild card. Uh, but now they're going to have to build their offense as a throwing offense. And that puts all of the pressure on the quarterback, on Jalen Hurts. And he is the definition, Danielle, of an unknown. So I'm not saying I'm like completely out on the Eagles. I just think if you have an unknown at the quarterback spot, 
you know, I, I can't come on here and, and give this Eagles team a stamp of approval and confidently say, you know, they're going to win 10, 11 games and they're going to be the surprise of the season. They have the talent on their roster to do that, but I, I can't make that prediction because I don't know what to expect from the quarterback this year. So then probably not a lot of interest in the win total here set at nine and a half, slightly juiced to the over at minus 125. I thought this was interesting because according to the Sharp Football Analysis Report of the 10 NFL teams that actually had the easiest schedule in 2021, only three went under their projected win totals. That was the Bills, the Broncos and the Browns. And we know that Philadelphia has the second easiest schedule this year. Could they win 12 games? Do you see this going over? Like I said, I know this sounds flippy floppy here, but uh, <laughs> they, they could they could win 10, 11 games. I'm not betting it. Like, I, I can see them winning nine games and winning this division. <laughs> so, you know, they, they could go under their win total and, and win this division. Um, and, and here's another thing that I've been saying as well. Yes, right now, their schedule seems extremely favorable. But every year around this time, we say that about a certain team. And then come November, December, we say, Oh wow! It actually it actually wasn't as favorable uh, as we thought. This team's better. This team's worse. That happens every year, every time this year as well. This time of year, I should say. So I'm not completely buying into the uh, favorable schedule. Uh, we'll we'll see how these teams end up looking when when the uh, when the football kicks off here. That's why we love you, Ryan. You never buy into the hype. Thank you so much, Ryan Rothstein, host of the Philadelphia City Cast. Enjoy the rest of your fourth. You too, Danielle. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, don't go anywhere because coming up, we're going to bring on Jonathan Von Tobel, JVT, to talk all things Kevin Durant and beyond NBA Summer League, all that good stuff. And in the meantime, the VEASAN Summer Special is here for only $19. You get everything VEASAN has to offer from now until the end of July. Sign up today. You'll get VEASAN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's best bets, NFL preseason coverage, the works. If you want the full VEASAN experience, sign up now at VEASAN.com slash summer. This is Rush Hour on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back in. If you want more betting insights to give you an edge, check out VSIN's Best Bets podcast. You can listen to daily sports betting highlights from the entire 24 7 stream of VSIN experts tracking line moves, odds, props, wins, losses, and bad beats from sportsbooks in Vegas and across the country. Download the VEASAN Best Bets podcast now at VEASAN.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Danielle, right back here on Rush Hour on this lovely 4th of July and excited to bring in our next guest, JVT, uh, who is going to be doing some really great coverage for VEASAN coming up this week at the NBA Summer League. He's going to be doing one of the shows he hosts, The Edge, from the Summer League this year. So I can't wait uh, to get him on here to ask him a couple of these questions. We've also been discussing the WNBA uh, and... It's interesting because I'll ask him questions and see if they overlap with how he would handicap the NBA. For example, he asked me about, should we just take a bet on the Aces? Because the Aces were a runaway train at the start of the WNBA season. Uh, and it didn't seem like there was any other team that was on that level. Now we're seeing that the Aces starting five starting to wear a little bit thin because they're getting absolutely zero production from their bench. So uh, just kind of interesting to see what stands out to somebody who's not maybe following it as closely, but would handicap basketball in a similar way. So uh, ACE is actually right now 15 and it's six straight up, but only 10 and 11 ATS. Interestingly enough, the Chicago sky right behind them at 15 and five and 10 and 10 ATS. It's interesting actually, because the teams that are not at the top of the pack are obviously not as sharp. And sometimes you're getting a little bit better value betting wise. Uh, Washington, I would say is the top four team here and they're sitting at 14 and nine ATS. That's of course the one future ticket that I have myself. I took Washington at 15 to one. You can get them at 18 to one right now too. And Elena Deladon, that team comes and goes with her and we're expecting to see her in playoffs. They're resting her every other game or at least on cross country trips. So there's a little bit of skeptical people about the Washington Mystics saying, are they going to be able to actually perform in playoffs without Elena Deladon? But the whole point of her resting is so that she will be there for playoffs. So I think that that's the best value on the board right now. We're seeing 12 to one right there at bat rivers aces at plus plus one fifty. That's way too short for a team that has some serious, serious debt problems that are coming home to roost right now. As we're heading into the WNBA all-star game this weekend, as to the sky sitting at plus two fifty, I talked about this on the Los Angeles city cast uh, about how they could repeat and 
it's still possible. And unfortunately, just the best number. It was sitting around eight to one, I believe, even plus six fifty uh, before the start of the season. Now you're seeing them at plus two fifty. A team hasn't repeated in the WNBA as champion since the early 2000s. It was the LA Sparks. Uh, so could the Chicago Sky end that streak? Possible. Very, very possible, especially because they retained all their talent from last year. Uh, do we have JVT yet? I'm waiting to see if. All right, great. Let's bring JVT in then, of course, to ask him about all of this Kevin Durant madness. JVT, host of The Edge and Hardwood Handicappers. JVT, how are we doing today? I'm good. Happy Fourth of July, then, you know? Yeah, happy fourth. What do you have going on today? Uh, you know, I got a four-year-old, so I just got to blow stuff up for like 20 minutes, and then I'll fall asleep at like 8.30, so I, <laughs> I don't got to do much today. <laughs> uh, it sounds like a lot, actually, to me. That sounds exhausting. Uh, let's talk about Kevin Durant, because everybody else can't seem to stop. Kevin Durant requested the trade, of course, from the Brooklyn Nets. Where do you think he's going? And I know earlier you were talking about this on the edge, and you said that this should be about who can put together the best package, not necessarily where KD wants to go. So so kind of which teams do you think can put together the best option here? Yeah, you know, I think when we're looking at it from that perspective, I think you kind of bring yourself back to the Toronto Raptors, who have been so like steadily climbing up the odds board. Uh, if you look at like places that still offer the prop, where will Kevin Durant play next season? Uh, they are in some spaces the second choice on the board, and I think they should be. When you're talking about a potential piece like a Scotty Barnes, who reports are saying that yes, uh, maybe they are balking on putting him in the center of a package, but others are saying that they're probably playing some mind games and will eventually be willing to part with them if they get a Kevin Durant. Also, been a team that's done this before. I was talking about this on the edge today. If you remember uh, the, the Kawhi Leonard, everybody remembers he was a Raptor. But the fact that they were nowhere near uh, the top of the odds board when it came to teams to land Kawhi Leonard, and then I was out of nowhere in the middle of the summer, they started climbing the odds board on some information. They were as high as I think fifty to one that summer to get one Kawhi Leonard, and they end up landing him. So I think if you look at Toronto, they were talking about pieces, Scotty Barnes, and then whatever you put around him, whether it's Gary Trent Jr., OG Anadobi, draft assets. Kevin Durant, I think, fits with what they want to do as well. Uh, there was another report saying he's kind of warming up to the idea of potentially playing there. If we're looking at it from the perspective of which team offers the best package, I think you're definitely looking at Toronto. And I took a small flyer on him at 50-1 to 1 to win the NBA title. Just kind of a little bit of a wager on them landing him, and uh, we'll see what happens. But I think that's definitely got to be a team at the top of the list. Is a little bit of that, too, that Toronto's just a team that I would consider is a team that's ran really well in the NBA as compared to, let's say, a Knicks organization? Is part of that what goes into this? Oh, I think so. And, well, and I think, too, because to your point, like, there's a lot of people are saying, like, why would he play for them? Well, I think if you're talking about Masai Ujiri, who is running that organization, he can get Kevin Durant in a room and be like, look, we're a very well-run franchise. We did this with Kawhi Leonard. The difference now is if you're going to come here, we're playing for four years, right? He's got a four-year contract. Not only is it going to be this year, we can build around you. We have the assets to do so, and we have the track record of drafting and developing really good talent. We have a very good head coach. So I would say yes. Like If that's a team that's kind of going to come out of nowhere right, and not only trade for Kevin Durant, but get him to buy into what they're kind of doing, uh, Toronto would definitely be one of those teams that could definitely get him to do that. Do you feel like he kind of tipped his hat by saying he wants to go to the Suns? Like, Does that help or hurt him that he said that that's one of his preferred destinations? No, I think like it doesn't really matter, right? Like you're you've signed a four year contract, you mm -hmm. you don't have leverage here. You, what the reason why I think a lot of people keep saying like, well, Anthony Davis forced his way. Kawhi Leonard, well, Kawhi Leonard didn't get to choose. First off, second, Anthony Davis got to choose because he was on an expiring, right? So if you're a team that's like, hey, we'll trade for Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis killed that deal and say, sure, trade assets for me. I'm not resigning after the season's over. Kevin Durant can't do that, right? So Toronto, New Orleans, whoever trades for him. They haven't run a contract for four years. So he can say he wants to play for Phoenix, but the contract works against him. And also, like, there's not really much that the Suns – I shouldn't say that. The Suns have a package, but there are better mm -hmm. packages out there for him other than what the Suns can offer. Right, and it's not really up to him. Like you said, you're under that four-year contract. So at the end of the day, it's going to be what is the most attractive offer, unfortunately. Even though, I mean, Kevin Durant really, I mean, easily a top 10, top five player in the NBA, even at the age of 33. But uh, speaking of age, I know that you're going to go be looking at some young, new talent in the Summer League, NBA Summer League, getting underway this week. What are you going to be doing out there? What are you looking forward to seeing in the Summer League? Man, Summer League's awesome. Like, out here in Vegas, it's a yearly tradition. It's grown to... You know, it used to just be like a few teams, and it's grown to UD now, every single team. And it's just cool to see young talent. And the, uh, Las Vegas is kind of an off-season hub for the NBA. So, you know, you get to rub elbows with the elite uh, of the NBA. That's a joke. Uh, I don't think I'll be rubbing elbows with anybody. <laughs> uh, but, but seeing the young guys and seeing how they're going to perform, I, th I think it's a really good it's a really good case study 
when you want to start to look at like a rookie of the year market or something like that, being able to see some of the young high profile kids and how they're going to play. Hey, it's really exciting. And it's interesting too, because you get to see things that you know sometimes don't transpire. For example, you know, I can send you a, a video package of Ben Simmons in the summer league out here in Las Vegas hitting fadeaway jump shots. You know what I mean? And yet we know exactly what happened to Ben Simmons. So now I love the summer league. It's super exciting. I can't wait to be out there this week. And I know you're going to be doing the edge from there as well this week. Is that right? Yeah, Thursday, Friday, and then we're going to do hardwood handicappers on Sunday. So, And then next uh, the week after that, I do local radio out here. So I'm going to be there from start to finish out the summer league. All right. Well, I know that I've, I've said this in the past, but I'm not sure if it's still true. But your Twitter says you also like other sports and hardwood handicappers, unfortunately, not going on uh, for me right now with you. But do you have other action that you're looking at today besides basketball, obviously? Nah, you know, I was looking at you know, the Twins today and, and the White Sox. You know, the Twins, it's interesting when you look at that matchup and uh, the fact that this is the Twins lineup that facing Johnny Cueto. Like, Cueto's been, it's kind of been a weird June. And this last game, I don't know if you watched it, but against the Angels, he goes out there, he goes six, seven innings, gives up three earned runs, all of them courtesy of solo shots. The home runs have been kind of climbing for him over the last few, uh, the last few outings. Like, I think he's in a spot uh, against a team that's got, leads the league in barrel rate, got a really good lineup that he's in the spot to potentially get knocked around a little bit against Minnesota. So I put a little something on that, and that was about it for baseball. But I think the Twins are an intriguing spot. Bundy's coming off of three really good starts, too. So I would, I'm intrigued by Minnesota here, so that's what I played. That is very disheartening to hear because I do have the White Sox in one of my Moneyline parlays, my red, white, and blue parlay, actually, that's going to be coming up in the next segment. Uh, JVT, before we let you go, have you been betting the WNBA? Have you been looking at the futures board? What are your thoughts? No, you know, I did. I have that future on the, the aces. I got them at a 250 <laughs> to win the title. Uh, and as you mentioned, like that, that was one of the things that was going to burn them was the lack of depth. And they're not getting anything from their bench in terms of scoring. And that's kind of worrisome. It, it's funny. They have that thing. They announced the all-star teams, what, a couple of days ago. They got three starting all-stars between the two teams. Um, but the, the bench is just, you need a little bit more production. And in basketball, you know, we talk about lineups and rotations tightening up, and they do in the postseason, but you still need some quality depth. It, it burns the Celtics eventually in the finals, and it burns a lot of teams. And I think that's what worries you about such a short price and such a big favorite. Yeah, but I, you did get the best number of it, at least, because we're seeing them down around 100 plus 125 now. So at least you have a good number on it as far as the aces are concerned. You're probably not going to get a better number. So um, yeah. I don't think it's terrible. Yeah. JVT, no. thank you so much for joining us. Host of The Edge, Hardwood Handicappers. Check them out at the NBA Summer League this week. How exciting. Have fun and have a good 4th of July. Thanks, Danielle. You too. All right. And don't go anywhere because coming up, we are going to talk a little bit of New York action with Jeff Parles, host of Betting Across America. And also, I'll finally unveil my red, white, and blue parlay. It's all baseball teams. I kind of already tipped my hat there a little bit. The White Sox are involved. Uh, but we'll take a look at that and so much more when we get back right here on Rush Hour, presented by Bet River Sportsbook. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the sports betting network. Welcome back into the show. It's Wimbledon week and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your go-to sportsbook for all tennis-related betting today through July 4th. So, of course, today, place a $25 wager on Wimbledon at Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook for a free $10 Bet Rivers live bet used on any Wimbledon match. Simply log into the Bet Rivers app and now you can even live stream tennis matches right from the Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Make sure you check that out. And welcome back into Rush Hour, also a show presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I'm very excited to welcome in our next guest, Jeff Parlay. But before we do that, I'm going to talk about my red, white, and blue parlay. So this was uh, a lot of research and man hours went into this today to make sure that they had the colors red, white, and blue in them. That was the main main thing here. Mets over the Reds is where I'm going to start with this money line parlay. That was at minus 175. Uh, white Sox. Over the Twins. Now, we've heard back and forth uh, on this. I know Dave Tooley also on the Twins, but Polly Howard on the White Sox. Looks like JVT also leaning towards the Twins. I'm going to go with the White Sox here uh, over the Twins at minus 136. And then Blue Jays to wrap it up. Blue Jays over the A's at minus 250. You combine that together at Bat Rivers, you get plus 285. Moneyline parlays, do them all the time? No. Do them for fun on 4th of July? Absolutely. Let's do it. Uh, And here's why, too. The Mets over the Reds. I mean, it's the Mets. That's, come on. Uh, Will Hill also on that one, by the way, if that's somebody that you trust more than me, which I would understand because that is the host of the New York City cast. Uh, As for the White Sox over the Twins, like I said, the Twins are 2-6 and straight up on the road with Bundy, who's going to be on the mound for them. He's been struggling on the road and only pitching on five days rest. I know that JVT brought up his concerns with Johnny Cueto, but I think that the White Sox are going to get this done here. And then the Blue Jays over the A's, of course. Josh Applebaum and Ben Wilson also discussed this one on Betting Across America. In case you missed that, you can always check it out on VEASAN Best Bets. Um, Alec Manoa has been incredible. 9-2, 2.09 ERA. He could be the starter, really, for the American League in the All-Star game in a few weeks. He's posting an expected ERA of 2.79 and an opponent expected batting average of 215 and also ranks in the 98th percentile in hard-hitting percentage this season. Plus the Blue Jays' offense, let's start there. Since the start of June, ranks first in batting average, uh, OPS and WRC+, plus, so weighted runs created plus in that time. Uh, plus also, this was tweeted out, I believe, by Adam Rosenberg of uh, and he got this info via Bet Labs. But favorites, 42 and 15 since 2016 on Independence Day. That's a fun trend. We don't always bet on trends, but it's still fun to know it. And with that in mind, I got to get some feedback from our lovely Jeff Parles, also known as Jeff Parlay. Let's bring him in, ask him what he thinks about the red, white, and blue parlay. What do you think, Jeff? Well, I hope your first leg comes through, Danielle. Uh, that, oh, that, no. would be, uh, that would be very nice uh, for, for me because I, I have – I don't have quite the parlay that you have. I actually have uh, two, two of the par- two of the legs that you have actually in a small money liner that I'm going with later. I do have the Mets uh, who are just about underway, if not already underway in Cincinnati. And I'm with you on the White Sox. Uh, Dylan Bundy is still a pretty big fade for me. I understand the concerns on Cueto, uh, uh, but I, I would I would only play the White Sox in that game if I'm playing it straight up and with the Mets uh I, I did take a small piece of uh, a White Sox Mets parlay so you and I are, are, are simpatico on two-thirds of that Danielle and who knows if that one wins maybe I'll throw something with the Blue Jays later in the night well, on the topic of the Mets, they're, of course, second in the National League right now, showing no signs of slowing down at all. A tougher task also with Jacob deGrom and Max Scherzer have been out for extended periods of time, but looking to get them back, Max Scherzer slated to return into the starting rotation on Tuesday. With that in mind, 
Can the Mets win the National League? Yeah, definitely. They, they, they definitely can. Here, he, Daniel, this is what I think at this point in the NL. Two of the three best teams are in the NL East. The Mets and the Braves, I think, are teams two and three that you would consider in the NL. The Dodgers, just because of the amount of hitters that they still have in that lineup, even with the questions on with the rotation, especially with that Bueller injury, I still would make the Dodgers the correct favorite like the market has. But the one thing that the Mets have, and especially if they avoid the wild card best of three, if they win the NL East and get the second seed, which I think the winner of the NL East will be the second seed in the National League postseason. Uh, but well, look, I would really be looking to potentially looking to play them or play the Braves because of the starting pitching that the Mets have. I actually like the Braves starting pitching a little more than some do. Uh, Strider should be the second favorite for NL Rookie of the Year for the Braves. But for the Mets, you get DeGrom back, hopefully, uh, after the All-Star break. You get Scherzer back tomorrow. That's two aces that you have on your own roster, and you don't even have to make a trade for a frontline starter like a lot of teams would have to if their top two guys get hurt uh, leading up to the trade deadline. So, yes, uh, in the long answer there for you, Danielle, but, yes, the Mets – absolutely capable of winning the National League this year. And you put them in a best of seven against the uh, the Astros or the Yankees in a World Series, I'd take my chances against either of those teams, even though the Astros owned the Mets pretty good the last two weeks. Yeah, well, a little, yes, a little bit off track there, but still 49 and 30 overall. And like and like we were talking about, Max Scherzer is set to return uh, tomorrow. He's been working his way back from an oblique strain. He said he's good to go, so cleared himself after his Wednesday start uh, for the AA team, Binghamton Rumble Ponies. I love the AA team name, so good. Uh, he's expected to take the mounds for the Mets against uh, Nick Lodolo and the Cincinnati Reds. How do you think he's going to look on Tuesday? The expectation for Scherzer is that he gets through six innings, Danielle. And if he gets through six innings efficiently against a bad Cincinnati team, I think that's probably a good expectation. And I would, again, I think the length is more more important than anything, making sure he can throw 75, 80 pitches at a major league level and, and not hurt himself again. And that is what I expect. I expect him to go six tomorrow. Uh, I would imagine the Mets will be a pretty significant favorite in that game, even though on the road and with Scherzer potentially going shorter than the usual. But six innings, uh, two walks nine strikeouts, something like that. They'll give you the exact line there, Danielle. But that would be the hope for Scherzer against a pretty bad offense in Cincinnati. Yeah, it's pretty tough to bet teams like the Mets or even the Dodgers because you're having to lay so much money, especially on a money line. You have to at least look at a run line to get any semblance of value. With that in mind, are there any other games that you're looking at betting as far as today goes? So I, I got very lucky early in the day, Danielle. I bet the Marlins in the first game in that lovely 11 a.m. Eastern game that was on during the numbers game. Uh, that was a very lucky win. Uh, get, get a home run in the 10th inning to win that one. Uh, the only other thing I'd look at in tonight's slate uh, would be, like I said, if, if, if you have enough conviction on the White Sox straight up, I don't have a problem with that. I like fading Dylan Bundy. I, I think he's a bad pitcher at this point in his career. The numbers back that up. I understand there are concerns about what Cueto is, but I would only look to the White Sox late tonight, Danielle. Uh, the price is a little steep to play on their own for the Blue Jays. Uh, but if you want to lay the run and a half with Toronto against the worst team in baseball in Oakland, I don't have a problem with that either. Yeah, it's just hard. It's hard to even watch the A's games anymore. Are they even trying? Like, come on. Or why are they even still in the MLB at this point? <laughs> it doesn't. I mean, it's really tough. Uh Let's let's wrap up the baseball because I know New York guy, you are going to definitely want to talk about some football here. So let's take a look at the AFC East odds. Uh, the Bills sitting at the favorite here at minus two hundred. The Patriots plus four fifty. The Dolphins plus four fifty. And the Jets. It's nice to be included at eighteen to one. What are your thoughts for the AFC East uh, coming up this season? I, I would agree with that. It is actually nice to have the Jets included in anything at this point, Danielle. Uh, but I, I'll say this uh, with the AFC East. Buffalo is their, their price correctly. If anything, they might actually, uh, they might actually should be longer uh, because really, really this entire division comes down to how much interest does Buffalo have in getting the one seed, Danielle? And that's going to determine how much they win this division by how much uh, Josh Allen is really in the MVP race. Uh, but Buffalo, Buffalo is the team to beat. I expect them to win the division by at least three games. New England and Miami, to me, probably both just shy of making the playoffs. I think New England overachieved a little bit last year, even mm. though Mac the natural progression would be become better in the second year. I am very concerned about his offense being called by either Joe Judge 
or Matt Patricia. That really worries me with Jones. And then with Miami, if two is good, Miami will have a really good shot to make the postseason. If two is mediocre, Miami's going to miss the postseason. And there are some questions about what McDaniel ends up being as a head coach. But this uh, Buffalo, the rightful big favorite, and I think they steamroll their way to another AFC East title. What about the uh, slightly messier, if you will, NFC East? If we take a look over there really quick, the Cowboys plus 125, Eagles plus 190, Commanders at 5-1, to one, and the Giants at 7-1. to one. I still feel like people have too much faith in the Cowboys, and I get it. They spend the money, they have the talent, but it never seems to come home. Uh, what are your thoughts on the NFC East? Yeah, I would say this is a two-horse race. Danielle, Dallas, and Philadelphia. Philadelphia's schedule's really easy. But I'm just not convinced Jalen Hurts is your franchise quarterback. So in the end, even though I wouldn't be shocked if Philly wins the NFC East, Dallas the rightful favorite, I think they find a way. And Danielle, another first-round painful exit coming for the Cowboys this year. The other two teams, the, the, the Giants, one year away from being able to be competitive, and the Commanders are really going to struggle because of Carson Wentz. Yes, we're, uh, that's what I'm fully expecting as well. Uh, thank you so much for making the time for us today, Jeff. As always, you can check him out on Betting Across America and all the other shows that he works on. Thanks so much for joining us today, Jeff. Of course, Danielle. Thanks for having me. Happy Fourth of July, everyone. <laughs> and thank you so much for joining us for the past hour on Rush Hour. Thanks to our guests, Ryan Rothstein, JVT, and of course, Jeff Parles. Up next, primetime action with Ben Wilson and Matt Brown. It's a great show. Don't miss it. Have a happy Fourth and see you next time. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side -side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.